Hello and welcome to On the Couch with Lani, a podcast where we will explore sex-positive, body-positive and inclusive content. This is a space where we will inspire true empowerment and sexual confidence while I introduce you to some epic humans and ideas. Every week we'll be getting down and dirty to break some taboos, explore some real talk and have a bit of fun along the way. I'm your host, Lani Pavlovich, an Aussie-based mum lady, journalist, sex educator and wellness coach. I'm also the founder of the Sex Ed for the Modern Human Movement, so go get your stalk on www.lanipavlovich.com. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your family, your friends, or even your next-door neighbor. Tag me on your Insta stories, at Laniland, and let's share the love. Welcome to episode 13 of On the Couch with Lani. Now, today I am joined by the beautiful Amy from Deeper Blue. Welcome. Hello, Lani. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Now, Amy, you are a potter and you create some pretty unique things. So can you tell me a little bit about what you do? Oh, absolutely. I'd be glad to. Um, So I I got into pottery a few years ago and I think, um, like most people, just as a bit of a creative experiment. So I went along to um, my local community centre where they teach classes, you know, on Wednesday nights for a couple of hours for a term with a friend from work. And I just did that and I kind of fell in love with it. I started out making, you know, the mug and the little plate and the planter pot, which I still do quite a bit of. Um, but I, for some reason, don't even ask me why, but I suddenly turned my mind sexually and I'm like, huh. I've seen people making dildos out of uh, stainless steel, out of glass, out of crystals. Why is nobody doing it out of clay? Mm. And I did a little bit of research and there are two other companies in the world. And so I'm like, huh, maybe I'll just give this a bit of a try and see what it's like. Um, And that's exactly what I did. I made a couple for myself. I enjoyed them. I made a few for some girlfriends. I'm like, hey, what do you think? Um, and they came back with overwhelming positive um, reports. And uh, so, yeah, I decided to throw myself into it and launch this little business. I love it. I love it. And for anyone who hasn't seen them yet, they are the most beautiful creations. Like I literally have mine sitting on my desk. It is just, it's, they're dildos, but they are also art, and I love that about them. So was that kind of on purpose? Absolutely. So, you know, the mindset of being able to do something with my hands, which is so different to the day job or anything I've done in the past, be able to take something from the earth being literally just mud um, and turn it into something functional that's going to last a lifetime if you look after it, it's got to be beautiful because you don't want it in your house or <laughs> anywhere if it's not beautiful, right? And so, yeah, it's um absolutely what I do. It's all about the hashtag functional art. Mm, I love that. I love it. And how how have other people responded? So we actually we met at Sexpo last year, which was awesome. And I think that was the first time you'd sort of put them out there to the public, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That that was um the real litmus test uh, with how it would fare in the real world. And, um, and yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Most people, you know, they haven't seen it before. It's, it's a new product. Mm. So they took, you know, were really curious and wanted to ask lots of questions and wanted to feel it in their hands and, you know, 
just see how it resonated with them because they just never experienced it before. And so it was really great to be able to engage with the community like that uh, and get the product out there. And um, from that event, which was technically my business launch, I, I now have like, I don't know, 10 stockists and going to all the sex fairs this year when COVID allows. And, <laughs> um, starting to do a whole range of custom orders, which is really exciting. It's, it's really taken off, which is mm. just, it's so pleasing to be able to do something creative myself and to be able to provide an environmentally friendly, you know, almost zero waste alternative to the sex toy industry, which is overwhelmingly um, terrible products um, from halfway around the world with um, questionable um, ethics <laughs> and environmental consequences the whole way along. So yeah, and no, look, I want to yeah. I want to talk about that a little bit more because I love that about your business. So you create these first of all fantastic dildos, and we'll get into that later. But <laughs> the idea that your whole business is almost zero waste, it's so sustainable, even from your setup, like. How, like why was that so important and how did you create it to be just I mean so sustainable like that well um I, I actually identify myself as an environmental activist and so everything I can do I do do and I'm always looking to learn more and you know improve the way that I do it's just as simple as you know recycling the soft plastics that you get from the supermarket through to you know, eating less or no meat, you know, there's, there's all of these things that we can do that make just a slightly better impact on the world and influence those around us in a positive way. And so that's just me and how I run the world, um, run my little world. And so getting into my ceramic art, it was exactly the same thing. And so as I've expanded the business, every step of the way, the environmental sustainability has been the forefront of every decision that I've ever made. In the studio, I recycle all my water. I recycle all of the clay um, that's byproduct into, you know, other products. Um, I have a solar system which covers the uh, firing of my secondhand kilns. I just actually have a new studio set up, um, which was caused by... Um, the coronavirus as well. I moved my setup um, to being at home. I have a secondhand shipping container, some secondhand windows I got off Gumtree. Um, my everything about my packaging is 100% recycled and recyclable. Um, and I've recently started using a different courier um, who they offset all of their carbon footprint from all of their deliveries. So I'm absolutely thrilled about that as well. That is amazing. And I think like you've kind of hit the nail on the head there. Like people are becoming more aware of their impact on the environment and sex toys really shouldn't be any different, should they? I mean, and considering that we literally put them inside our bodies, I mean, to know that they are being created with such care and such love for the environment, like that makes me feel good. Like it's feel good, sustainable, functional sex toy art. It's fantastic. Absolutely. And, you know, the environmental sustainability is one really significant part of my business, but the products themselves, um, something else that's really important, they're 100% body safe. So it's made from a natural, completely sustainable resource. I use food safe glazes, so there's no nasty chemicals leaching out. 
they're twice fired up to over 1200 degrees and so they're non-porous so no moisture is getting into them and gonna go manky and you know harm your body <laughs> um you can clean them with any soap you can even pop them in the dishwasher they're compatible with any lube yeah it's just so it's, good it's an incredible product I'm really proud they are and you should be hey like I am obsessed I've actually so we were talking about custom orders before and I have actually just put in my first custom order with Amy which <laughs> I can't wait to see I'm so excited so I want to talk about this a little bit more because I think this is going to be a huge part of your business going forward so I've put in a custom order for a cock and a yoni which is like a, a vagina for those who don't know what that word is um yeah so you can like literally make people's private parts into <laughs> art so <laughs> tell me about it um, so this is, I, I actually had some, um, some curious customers, uh, saying whether I could do some replicas. I'm like, well, yeah, of course I can. Why not? Um, and so there's everything from, uh, large scale, you know, identical, really detailed replicas of, um, of cocks and then right through to just, just, um, the one piece that somebody wants, you know, it's essence of them, but a little bit of artistic expression as well. And yeah, it's it's just a really nice avenue to be moving into. And with um, obviously with the uh, replica penises and the custom cocks, like they're going to be uh, absolutely functional, like um, as a sex toy, like the rest of my products are. But the custom vulvas that I'm starting to do now, they're more of a um, ornamental piece, um, which uh, a lot of women, and Lana, you probably can talk more to this, um, a lot of women are starting to use them as something to focus on, to appreciate their body, to be able to meditate to, to really center themselves in what it is to be feminine and, you know, that aspect of the mentality of our sexual nature. Yeah, and definitely. And look, a lot of the women that I work with, they have not even seen their yoni in so long. We're so scared to look at our own body. And that's kind of what I loved about being able to do this, to be able to order this with you is that, you know, it is it is so unique because it is yours. And yeah, you can absolutely use it to, to get more of an appreciation for your own body. And I think... Um, I love the fact that everyone's yoni is so different as well. So like literally every single one you do is going to be different from the last one. And I mean, same goes for cocks, I suppose. Like every replica cock you do is going to be different from the last one, just as all of your toys are unique in their own way. And it's just such a cool thing like that we can actually, you know, order these products from you yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm, yeah. I'm literally so excited I have my space on my desk ready to go <laughs> when they arrive oh I'm so excited to hear that <laughs> now I want to talk on pleasure for a little minute now because it is masturbation may after all and self-pleasure is still unfortunately such a taboo topic um I think the fact that we can move into more of a sustainable sex toy to use in our home, something that, like you said, can be sort of custom made for us as well. I mean, how has this business kind of opened your mind to self-pleasure and maybe some of the women that you have, you know, spoken to, what what is their view on it all? So obviously, you know, when people get their first sex toy, it's most likely, you know, the generic sort of rabbit shape, it's turbocharged, it's 
you know, all about clitoral stimulation. And that's awesome. That's great. And sometimes that's even what we want now. And, you know, fill your boots. But sometimes in order to really appreciate and understand your body in a more meditative way to seek your own pleasure, you need to slow down. And mm. so some of these toys that are that are coming around, the crystal wands, the um, glass ones, the stainless steel, and now ceramics like my products, because they're non-vibrating, they really force you to slow down. And mm. that is such an incredible uh, incredibly powerful thing to come into your own femininity or masculinity or anywhere in between you know they're all completely compatible for whoever and wherever you want to put them what's really incredible about these products is you have to slow down and appreciate your body uh, you put pressure in different areas internally or externally and just see how it feels and see how it sits with you see how your body responds and that's that's an incredibly pleasurable thing that a lot of people just, they don't make the time to do to really appreciate their body. And if mm. you don't appreciate your own body and know what feels good for you, how can you possibly expect a partner to do that for you? Yeah, definitely. And I think like, you know, people still view self-pleasure as just like your quickie masturbation sort of, you know, viewpoint and it's more sexual self-care I find like especially when you're using toys like this where you are going slower you are you know having to be a little bit more gentle and patient and really be present in that moment it is a form of self-care and I just wish way more women and men kind of felt into that if that makes sense yeah well it's it's you know to me I put it in the same category as you know self-massage or Mm. you know enjoying a long hot bath or those sorts of things like it's it's slowing down and appreciating connecting with your body yeah definitely definitely all right and Amy so I want to ask you a question so I obviously have my dildos on display in my room I'm not they don't look like sex toys so I feel like that's it's okay right and it's my room anyway but you know I know you and I both have young kids and I was curious like do you put yours up on display in your home as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the ceramic toys that I make and a lot of other products on the market, they are really beautiful works of art and that should mm-hmm. be celebrated, not hidden away in a top drawer somewhere. And as far as, you know, um, the choice of exposing a child to it, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not about masturbation. It's not about sex. It's about pleasure. And so mm-hmm. to her... When she asks, oh, what's that? Or what's mummy doing in the studio? It's um, about the massages that mummy makes. Yeah. So uh, that's the way I feel that, you know, a young child can comprehend what we do and how we use that. It's for massage. It's for, and, you know, it absolutely is. For those of you who've had the joy of experiencing um, these products, potentially at a sex fair, they're really good for actually massaging your muscle tissue and your fascia and you know when you get that sore neck from you know staring at a screen all day it's really nice to be able to get that you know ceramic massage tool and be able to work it into those muscles that you get um sore muscles that you get and so it's it's exactly the same thing for me at this stage of her life to expose her to these wands is it's just a massage tool and we massage our body because it feels good 
sometimes to get into sore muscles from the gym and sometimes um, just because it feels great. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. And look, I do the same thing. So we're very open with our kids about, you know, discussing things if they ever have questions or bring them up. They're, they're still pretty young to discuss sex as a, you know, topic. But yeah, pleasure definitely and doesn't just have to be sexual. And I think that this is the beautiful thing about these toys. Like it's just, it is so multi purpose, isn't it? <laughs> Functional. Yeah. Functional <laughs> art. <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. And um, I'm going to leave some links in the show notes so that you guys can go and check out Amy's page, Deeper Blue. Now, you've just redone your whole website. You have a whole heap of new products on there. Um, and, yeah, if people want custom orders as well, they can just get in touch with you and arrange that directly. Absolutely. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Chat soon. Thank you for tuning in to the final installment in my Masturbation May series. I hope you guys have learned a few things about self-pleasure, including the fact that it is completely normal and a lot of fun. I'm going to link Deeper Blue in the show notes so you can go and check out these awesome ceramic pieces, maybe put in a custom order for yourself. And thank you to those guys for sponsoring today's episode. Until next time, stay safe.